This week on Podcast 17, I, William, am finally back. We praise Dangerous Worlds and get into a lengthy discussion about DLC. So stay tuned to Podcast 17. Lazy too. It's pretty lazy no, too. It's just sitting there. It is. It's just chilling there. If that was my cat, I'd be doing backflips like a dolphin, getting everybody all wet. <laughs> well, I'm sorry that my cat actually understands what animal it is. <laughs> my cat understands what animal it is too. It's a fucking a dolphin. Cat. What would it think a it dolphin? is? No, it can be a dolphin on demand. I think your cat it's... just looked at you when you made yeah, that weird dolphin sound. <laughs> <laughs> Do it again. Let's let's see if it. Uh... Wait, no. I think he's got that angry. That angry face you get whenever you see, uh, whenever you see a cat noticing. Oh, see, look. Yep. Oh, that cat is definitely intrigued on what you're doing. I got some. Wait, are are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. Yep. Okay. So, so hi, so, listeners. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Podcast Seventeen. One three two four one April twenty sixth, and I am back. William, William is back. Thank um, fucking God. <laughs> Last week had to be the worst hour of my life. No, but it you guys did. For all the listeners too. Hey, you you guys did a really good job on the podcast. Oh, we did not. Yeah, uh-uh. yeah, you did. You know, there's listeners oh. in Mogulus right now, and um, I think you guys did a really good job. They they were all like, "We want Emmanuel, we want Emmanuel, we want Thomas, and screw William." So no, there see, was no but, one that said they wanted me. No, you see, no, that's no. The to give you an idea of of our situation here, we. Uh, in mod in modulus, if you if you're not watching it right now, if you're actually uh, listening to the recorded version, there is a full screen of a cat looking around. <laughs> this is what this is what we've come to on podcast seventeen. As as uh, as one of the listeners put it, this is now podcast seventeen. Right. And it is shit. <laughs> but they wanted it. The listeners want it. So why not give what the listeners well, want? I don't care what the listeners want. There's a difference between what's good and bad and what people want. It's People want Fox News. It doesn't make Fox News good. Here, I'll explain to them why they're looking at a cat for the the technical reasons, and not just because they want a cat. The reason okay, is explain why we're looking at a fluffy kitten. The reason is because Mogulus cannot handle audio and video separation, so we can't have, say, Thomas's picture on there and have you guys hear Emmanuel and William myself as well. You would only be able to hear Thomas. So instead, we have a cat cam. So instead, we have a cat cam. So you can hear everybody, and everybody's audio is piped into that one machine. But you so can't have separate videos. So let me get this straight. Podcast 17 is now, for the live listeners at least, the live podcast with streaming video of a cat. Until until Mogulus adds audio-video separation. No, no, not until, but for now. For, for now. now. For now, right. Okay. So this is Podcast 17 for the week. Just the well, video. No. There's only 13 people. We have like 400 weekly listeners. Guys, guys, we have special guests too. We also have John J. Rambo. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing. Do we have, a, do we have an interviewer? An interview uh, this week? I, I don't know what's going on. That's no. Stop that. This, this podcast. It's not is, a new. Uh, <laughs> has it's on track. It's on track to be successful as last week, if you ask me. <laughs> okay, okay, so. Um, introductions. I'm William. That is Emmanuel. That is Thomas. Next. Podcast 17 News. Um, a douchebag. Podcast 17 News. Last week you guys were talking about doing like a retro game segment every week, and I yes, kind of like that idea. Super. 
I, I really do like that idea. So, we, we're going to do that in Planet Half-Life, but we don't have the money and we can't do any advertising to get it and we can't have any servers give us servers because then it goes against the ULA or something like that. So there's a bunch of red tape stopping us from doing it. So if you could, I you would have no do? problem right now. Right now, we should decide, uh, us three, what retro game we're going to pick for this week. We'll get this rolling. So what game should we play this week on the like Steam community? It can't be wanted because it won't work on Windows 7. No? Okay. Well, we're going to have to pick something I else. think... Oh, it's not going to be modular combat either, because that was shit. And I can't believe we wasted all that time. We should, uh... I should... Thomas, any suggestions? Whatever mm. he suggests sucks, so... Hey! There's no Shut point. Up. Hey, Kibbles is saying Action Half-Life. That's actually not a bad idea, because yes. we have some news no, about let, No, let's play... Let's remind ourselves what's not coming out for the next three or four years. You know... Let's know. Do Action Half-Life. Dear if listeners... Dear listeners, Emmanuel and I were talking this week, and we, we came to a formal, a formal I guess, bet on Action Half-Life. Right? Yes. It is not a bet, but a, a wager, if you will. A wager, yes. A formal wager. Yes. And the idea is, if in two weeks Action Half-Life is not released, um, then Emmanuel is allowed to theme that podcast to whatever he wants. Is that the idea? Right, and it's actually a week from today because it was oh, two we... weeks when we said it before, so a week from today. Okay, and then so if, my next podcast. If I win, Emmanuel will have to sing a full song of whatever I want. It's probably going to be something like Hannah Montana or Spice Girls or, or something like that. Okay, yeah, that's it. But I get to theme that podcast. I know. Like if I choose pirates, we all have to talk in pirate voices. Fair I can enough. Do that. Okay. <laughs> that that's deal. And I'm going to win that, so I'm going to get to writing down my ideas, because Action Half-Life is not going to come out. Oh, and it cannot be some shitty release. They can't just push it out just because they want to hear me sing um, Do You Love Her Madly. It, is, it has to be an honest-to-God release that they were planning on, not anything shit. So, so wait, wait, um, wait. I think for this week's retro, we should pick Action Half-Life. That's actually a really good idea. No, no, no. If we're going to pick something like Action Half-Life, it should be The Specialist, because that's... Yeah. Five thousand times better. But if you want to play Action Half Life, that's fine. Go for it. I'm yeah, not but not enough stop. people play Action Half Life anymore. There's tons of people who still play the specialists. Fine, Action Half Life it is. Okay, but... so this week is Action Half Life. Everybody who is listening to this podcast, so if you download on iTunes, you probably have it on Tuesday. If you're listening live, go download Action Half Life right now and join the and Podcast the... Seventeen uh, <clears throat> Steam community. You just search right. Podcast Seventeen, you join it, and then you can find well, people who are online. We gotta set a date or dates or times like hours of the day, like eleven o'clock p.m. Eastern, or you've gotta put up a server at least, do something. Okay, like so to, so that would unify everyone. Let's say Wednesday. Wednesday, I'll have a server up. No, 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 Kibbles. We will never ever resurrect Half Life Rally for one simple reason. That mod was ran by a bunch of douchebags, and I'd rather see that mod die in a fiery pit of pain and death than ever seen playing again. There's no way I'm gonna play that ever, 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 ever. Even if it was good, no way. <laughs> I'll host this. I'll host an Action Half Life server on Wednesday. How's that? Okay, that's fine. And then I'm sure it'll carry over, and we can make it like ten. I don't. We we should set a time for people to try and, you know, get together. Okay. Well, then we'll say uh, noon Eastern Standard Time. So that's what noon is negative five GMT. So five o'clock or four o'clock GMT now with daylight savings. So 
So there you go. Okay. Yeah, you huh? will need vanilla HL1, as Black Knight says. Um, you need ha Half-Life 1. It's a Half-Life mod, not Half-Life 2, not a Source mod. So <laughs> that's it. Yeah. yeah, that sounds right. All right, then. Action Half-Life it is. And in other Podcat 17 news, <clears throat> my computer exploded. Well, it didn't explode. My hard drive died, so I had to reformat and then reinstall everything. still have all my hardware and everything, but I don't have a hard drive that is very good. I'm actually speaking to you right now through a 5200 RPM Western Digital IDE from 1986. That's like 32 megabytes, and it's shit. So if anyone, has an extra, if anyone has an extra SATA 2, 3 gigabytes a second transfer rate, preferably 7200 RPM hard drive lying around, be sure to uh, just fire off an email. I'd love it. So Preferably what about, if you live in... What's is, that? Is that the same hard drive that Thomas had problems with? Thomas, is that... No, I, I have, mine was a Western Digital that exploded. Oh. Mine was, was a Seagate. They're all bad, really. Hitachi's is supposed to be pretty good. Like, the failure rate's supposed to be pretty reasonable. And I've always... I've never had problems with, with Western Digital before until now, but... Mm -hmm. I got my... Ex yeah. My external's a Maxter. Max are shit. I know that shit. Max hey, is bad. It's perfectly fine for me. No, it, Until it it's... poops. And then I ordered no. uh, I ordered a 500 gigabyte uh, Seagate for my laptop. One of their 500 gigs. So. Well done. And on that note, let's uh, <laughs> let's uh, shall we do follow up in a matter? Yes, we so shall. All right. Mm, let's start off with Mad World. Can yes. I say something? Yeah. Go ahead. First of all, why are we following up? with a rata on Mad World. Well, because you guys were talking about it last week, and we were saying, or you guys were saying, that this looks really cool. We should talk about it next week. Oh, so we should apologize for the fact it's not good and that it's shit, and that <laughs> we wasted everyone's time for anyone who actually downloaded it? Yeah, yes, I, it's not we, good. We're going to follow up and say that it's really bad and that you should not download and play it, and that it actually tried really hard to copy off of Half our Quake. beloved Halfquake. Yep, yeah. and did not do it well at all because it had no conceivable story, no reasonable plot line and did not do anything particularly well except waste the downloader's time. So do not download it to the creator of that mod. I'm sorry, I know you tried very hard, but maybe next time get a story. It's so boring and too. Like I was playing is. through it and the the first map is a maze. It's just a whole trial of error mod. It's just ridiculous. I'm the, I I mean know. I think you're supposed to look things up. For the first map, uh, spoiler alert, for the first map there's like a proverb and you're supposed to look it up in the Bible. And I think if you look it up in the Bible, it gives you the hints on where to go in the maze. But nobody's going to do that. Nobody's going to do that at all. And then the next one is like you have to spell a word. And I don't even know what word it's spelled. It's, it's so bad. And you are right, Emmanuel. It is exactly trying to be like Halfquake and doing a horrible job at it because there's no narrative. <laughs> and, and honestly, it's I really wanted to like it too because it didn't look typical. But, you know, it's sorry. And same thing with the next thing, modular combat. I really, really wanted to like this. We tried so hard, so hard. I've never put so much time in actually getting a mod running. We actually had to downgrade and run an older version of the damn thing. Yeah, and I couldn't get 1.7 working. Yeah, and Thomas, what are you, what are you, what are you, what are you gonna say about it? Man, that's oh, that's right. You didn't play with us, so never mind. Anyways, like I actually did play it on my own, and yeah, it was way too hard to enjoy at all. Uh, yeah. And I, I think my theory on it, and William, I'm sure will looks, I know will expand on this. It, it has the, it has the skeleton there to get good. It has the EXP system. It has its intricate upgrade system, blah blah blah. And the login system. Just, I mean, that's right, pretty cool. But, too. but 
uh, I, I think of it as like um, a Tootsie Roll pop, right? You've In the center, you've got all that juicy shit, right? But instead of delicious candy on the outside, it's just hardened cat Who? shit. And you have to just eat through it just to get to it. And then when you finally get to the Tootsie Roll, you find out that that's shit too. It's just it's just a Frenchy bitch of kitty litter. The problem so about... The problem about uh, modular combat is that it's exactly like Half-Life Deathmatch, right? And the problem, the the core issue is that in order to get to the new stuff, you have to play through like seven hours of normal Deathmatch before you can like upgrade enough to, to right. enjoy the feature list. And even then, when you do get to it, you know what it is? You could have just saved all your time and played Rocket Crowbar 2 instead. Because you can spawn and with all the XP you want and just customize your character right off the bat so my suggestion you don't have to take my suggestion because obviously i've never made a mod and you all know what you're doing just just new player models new guns make it so that you're starting from scratch like this is a completely new experience and then you can level up otherwise people are not going to go through half-life 2 deathmatch vanilla just to get to the the new abilities the new abilities are cool don't get me wrong it's just they don't it's not you're not you're not renewing it i mean it's no just Make your own mod, take all the hard work you've done and work with it. But until then, just, you know, sorry guys. I don't know, would anybody else agree with me though that the maps, the custom maps are actually pretty good? I enjoyed the, the environment. They, they, they were very they professional, in my opinion. They, they weren't custom. No, 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 we played, we played, um, uh, crap, what's that map called? But the first map you and I played, Emmanuel, that was a custom map. No, it was not, that comes with Half-Life. I don't think so. I'm pretty I, sure it does. That or that or I've actually played it before two or three years ago in a tournament. So they just copied that from someone else's map. Like wow. someone else made that. So. But you've for sure seen that map before? I've seen it before, yeah. Okay, well, I, that's how I went. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't waste your time on that. Okay. Yeah. I stand corrected. And, uh, yeah, and, I'm, and, I, and I hate to be an asshole to the modular combat guys. It's just, you know, I mean, obviously you've got something cool here. It's just... And I like the persistence. It's just, you know, put some time into it. And I'll be more than happy to play when it's not Half-Life 2 Deathmatch. But until then, I'm just going to play Half-Life 2 Deathmatch. Right, exactly. They need that extra oomph, that thing that makes them unique right off the bat, right out of the gate. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, it's a bit disappointing because I wanted to like it, like I said. But I guess all of this suckiness kind of makes up for all the awesomeness we're going to be uh, talking about later on. Because we this has to be one of the best weeks in terms of mods we've played, isn't it? Well, I at least for God to be kidding me. Oh, Thomas absolutely. would have to disagree. What I played, I didn't play all the crap. Well, actually, never mind. So you didn't play the release list, is what you're saying? No, I did play the release list. I just made up my own. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so wait a minute. We should probably talk about the Dark World stuff because that would be follow up and rad as well. No, no, we're gonna put that into the uh, the release list. We're gonna wait till the release list. Okay. Yeah, because we're going to just put them on the release list again, as if we did them this week since last week. We were just shitheads and didn't really do anything, so. Okay. So, so, um. So what do you have to apologize on. for? Um, I'm going to apologize again for last week for William. No, for you know what? Episode. Don't apologize for that. That episode was a very good episode, in my opinion. He's Listen, apologizing for you not being there. I'm apologizing for you not being there for all the, and you know what? I bet you if you go look at the download numbers, you'll see that. It, there was not many. I bet you anything. It was one of our least downloaded podcasts, guaranteed. I think people liked it. How many people download our podcasts? Um, a lot of people are like go through iTunes, and a lot of people stream it. So not a lot of people actually physically download it. 
Is that is that what we're telling ourselves to make social feel better? No, well, we have the numbers for all three. So, I mean, I know we still get streams, and I know we still get iTunes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyways, um, I think that's uh, all I'm going to apologize for. Oh, and I'm going to apologize for theming the next podcast um, <laughs> after butts for when Action Half-Life 2 is not released. So. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I'm going to oh. email them. I'm going to email Action Half-Life and no, get them on the show. The you know what? If, if, if the mod doesn't come out, they are coming on the show be, to be punished. So, of, no, exactly, yes, to, to do my... On the same mod. show as... On the same show as my themed... Yeah, that's, all right, that's the deal. All right, okay. I think that's it. Don't you have anything to say, Thomas? With uh, apologies? Why is no? no? I'm saying it's your turn to uh, carry us on. Quite right. So, <laughs> next up, straight from the mouth of Valve. Left for Dead Survival Pack. So, finally some DLC content. Uh, only for the PC right now, not yet for the 360, but it will be free. Uh, we see 16 new maps, uh, leaderboards, new gameplay mode, the survival mode, which I know a lot of you have been looking forward to. Those that play Ooh. Left 4 Dead, good for you. Valve fanboys. Moving on. No, 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 we're not going to move on yet. Left 4 Dead Survival Pack is like the biggest thing this week. Easily. Left for what? What's left for What's, what? Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Team Fortress 2 update. What no, happened? Wait, 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 wait. Emmanuel and I <laughs> played Survival Pack, and Nick and I actually played Survival Map. I just want to yes. say I got seven minutes on one of the one of the maps, and I think that's pretty Bullshit. good. Bullshit. I got I seven did. minutes. Yeah, we did. Nick and I got seven minutes with was our friends. Was Lighthouse? Uh, no, no, not, not you Lighthouse. You definitely didn't. Oh, okay. Definitely no, I was going to say lighthouse. lighthouse is impossible. Yeah. Yeah. I played it and it is amazing. I like it's it. It's pretty I cool. Loved, I loved I loved Source Forts for this too. It's that I love that interim phase where you get to place all your your stuff and, and get ready for the onslaught. I've always liked that. So. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people go into survival mode saying, "Okay, we got to plan all this stuff. We got to put all our gas tanks here, and we got to put our, all our propane in this area." When really, when when you hit the button to trigger it, it's just all hell breaks loose. No matter what planning you do, it will not work for survival mode. I think the strategy for survival mode is you have to stand in one place, and when you have to migrate together. I think that's the only thing you can do in survival mode to make it work, so that you can live on. Yeah, we the best, the longest we stayed alive was when we didn't have a cement um, strategy. When instead we just had an idea of what we were going to do, and we alternated positions and stuff. Usually, the longest we stayed alive was when we just ran around because you can't board up in one area especially in the lighthouse even if you get to the very top of the lighthouse and just sit up there the uh, tank will just knock you into the water so mm -hmm. it's, you just have to move around it's weird mm -hmm. I like it personally it's, I think it's a lot of fun it's, re it's rewarding too I like how they uh, took all the old maps and turned them into sort of a survival thing and then uh, they added the one lighthouse map I think they should have added a couple more new maps but uh, instead of yeah. instead of converting so many other maps because like Thomas said there's 16 maps that's kind of crazy <sighs> 16 converted yeah. maps. But uh, yeah, no no, no uh, SDK yet. No SDK. Everybody thought the SDK was going to come out at the same time. Or somewhere around it. That's depressing. Whatever. That's very I, depressing. I, I told my, I told my uh, friend the other, this the other day. When, if, they, if they ever try and release an expansion or a sequel, if they don't have five campaigns, new campaigns, I'm not going to download it or buy it. It has to, because Left 4 Dead is so fleeting. It's only like, what, four hours long? That's just, it has to be five campaigns long, new, worth of content, or else I'm not going to buy it. Yeah, I can, I, I can agree with that. Anyway, sorry sorry to interrupt, Thomas. Please continue. 
Alright, next on the Straight from the Mouth of Valve list is Team Fortress 2 updates with hats. <laughs> yeah, I know. I saw these screenshots and I was like, what the heck have they done to my game now? It's just hats. Who gives a shit? Yeah, like, to be perfectly honest, I believe that before they released all these achievement updates that you could get the different weapons, Team Fortress 2 is pretty well balanced. Now, I don't believe that at all. And in fact, I have not played it since they released the Scout update. I, have, I haven't touched the game. But anyway, this update apparently allows you for a slot for a hat for the classes. The screenshots right. that we see are for the sniper, and off to the right of the character portrait, it says head, and it's a clickable area. Now, when I first saw this, I was thinking, all right, I get, you know, free porn. No, it turns out that it's actually a headdress and not, you know, free porn or free condoms or anything like that. So that was a huge disappointment, and to be honest, I don't understand the point, and I have a feeling that it's probably going to be leading to, oh, with this hat, you have more accuracy. Essentially, if that Team happens, Fortress I'm going to be pissed. Team Fortress 2 is the new Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. Seriously. It's, it's like, only... The it's mini only for looks. I honestly. hope it's only for looks. If it's, it's only you know it's looks. not going to be. You know it's not going it's, to be. Have a it is only going to be for looks. It's, it's because everyone looks the same. They're just going to make it so you can look different. That's all. It's going to cool. have a special power. And it's going to suck. And it's just going to be like the Ow. mini The Nastasha ah, minigun having plus 10 to slow. Seriously. Who says that other than Dungeons and Dragons nerds? I don't know. I, if they add that, I will officially say that TF2 has gone so far away from the TFC model that it is not even worth playing for me anymore. And that I will Can continue we, you know, playing Fortress Forever for the rest of my life. <laughs> Thank you. I was just about to say, Fortress Forever is so much more gratifying and fun to me. It's probably personal preference, and a lot of people are going to disagree with this, but ever since it came out, I played TF2 for maybe two months there, more than Fortress Forever, but... Now that it's been a year and a half, I find myself firing up Fortress Forever every every now and then for fun, as opposed to Team Fortress Two. It just Team Fortress Two is fun for team play, and it's you know it's got new content updates, et cetera, et cetera. But Fortress Forever is just where the money is. Sorry, I just like it. I agree. Anyway, anyway, Thomas, we we should note that just to be clear for all the listeners, so that we don't get in trouble, that hats are not there yet. There's just a slot, and people are speculating that they're going to add hats to future TF2 updates. Let's just be yep. perfectly clear. And I speculate they're going to suck. Yes. No matter what. I think they're only going to be visual, but if you think they're going to be stats, that's... I think they're going to be visual, too. So. I'm I'm going in the stats pool. Just I want to be different, and I'm pretty sure that that's what they would do, because they've given all the weapons special stats, so why wouldn't they give the hats special stats? That's decent. That's a decent argument. So. Anyway... Moving right along, Steam Client Update released. Uh, they do these all the time, nothing really new. Yeah, uh, this one's got, even. Yeah. yeah, there's like a new delivery system for the Steam instant messaging. Okay, whatever. Uh, new support for downloadable content, CD keys, and custom install steps. Okay, that might be important later on if they release the DLC and hard copy you go out to buy. Uh, and added new features to the install script, which no one cares about because if you are getting the update, that means it's already installed, so you don't care. So, the uh, takeaway message is, there's a Steam client update, Steam will be updated, enjoy. Okay, so, wait a minute, okay, awesome Steam client update. People are saying in chat, for on Mogulus, um, that they have confirmed, from what it looks like, that there are going to be hats, 
in Team Fortress 2. I'm looking at uh, ubercharge.net, and we'll put this in the show notes. I'm just going to read this because I haven't read this, so we're going to get it all done right now. A quick look at the GCF again for the third article in my unused content after the recent update involving the backpack brought me to this huge nugget of hidden information in tfenglish.txt and the content GCFs, notably involving the new system for weapons. So I guess they have a backpack and the backpack loadout. It looks like you can carry things around. I'm not sure. Oh, God damn it. He's right. It does give bonuses, like 1% char- uh, Uber charge rate, 1% clip size, and um, all this weird stuff, like 100% critical hit on versus burning players and all this stuff. So He's right. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, god damn it. Wow. So, yeah. <sighs> there you go. <laughs> we'll put that in the show notes. Team Fortress 2 is now Advanced Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> yep. I'm just waiting for when I get to roll for critical hits. We'll see. As long as Fortress Forever keeps keeps yeah. true. Who, who put up that link? Um, that I link? think it was uh, Stratovarius. Stratovarius. Stratovarius, I call him. <laughs> yeah, he was a real pro last time. We'll have to make sure he gets credit for that. So this is your credit, Stratovarius. Thanks for that link. <laughs> All right, so um, now that we're done straight from the mouth of Valve, let's move on to Portal releases and Left 4 Dead releases. Some really quick Quick, quick releases from uh, My Aperture Labs. Rockfinger Demo was released. It's getting uh, a 4 out of 5, which is actually a pretty high vote. It's getting some pretty good acclaim. It has some awesome screenshots on uh, My Aperture Labs, and a lot of people are saying that they liked it. So if you're an Aperture Science slash Portals fan, you should maybe download this. It's uh, medium difficulty with a small size, so check that out. And then Beta Complex, once again, 4.6 out of 5. Another really good vote, um, and you don't see this a lot on Aperture Labs. So if you're interested in portals, two maps that you need to check out. And uh, the last one is Scrobblesoft's Test Chamber. Zero out of five. No vote. So I don't suggest downloading this, but if you're a nut and you like downloading everything, maybe you should get a hold of it. And then Left 4 Dead. Maybe we could talk about this. And maybe we could try it a little bit later. But uh, do you guys remember when we were talking about Left 4 Dead and getting like 12 people playing at once or something like that? You guys remember when we were talking about that? No? You guys nope. are just ignoring me? Well, anyway, somebody's figured out how to do 8-player survival mode already, and this is coming from Left 4 Dead Mods, and they have screenshots, and uh, I guess they were able to go a super long time, obviously, because there was 8 of them. 35 minutes and 36 seconds on, uh, Whoa. on Lighthouse with 8 yeah. players. So, that's pretty cool. They got 8 players p- playing Left 4 Dead, and I wonder if you can. I wonder if you can still get achievements. That sounds fun, actually. Yeah, I was. I want. I always wanted to try this out. No, you, How do you can't. Do it? Nick says you can't get achievements, so don't try to get achievements. It's just for fun. Still though, that that seems more fun though. Like having uh, having eight people instead of four. <laughs> yeah, you might need to enable cheats to do all this stuff. So no, it says you don't need to. Oh really? Yeah, no cheats of any kind. Anyway, all no. Yeah, you're right, and all the instructions and support can be found in their form. So. They have a little form link. You can go there and you can figure out how to do a player survival. Emmanuel and I, we might try this out a little bit later. Yeah, that's really cool. We should do that. We should do that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, that's it for uh, Left 4 Dead releases. Nothing else that I could really find. Everybody's playing survival mode this week. So. Yeah, no one's releasing anything. It'd be a terrible week to release anything anyways. That's true. Um, and I think a lot of people are waiting out the SDK at this point. Do you think so? I think the SDK is really around the corner. It needs to be. Because, I mean, it's... 
it's one of their biggest releases in such a long time. I mean, of course, episode three was a big release. You know, I mean, episode two and uh, Portal were, were a big release, but this is multiplayer-wise, this is their biggest release since TF2. So, I mean, well, since a long time, really. Nothing's been. I mean, TF2 is significant, but it wasn't a new IP. This is a new IP, and and this is their pretty much bread and butter multiplayer-wise for a while. So, you know, it's it's pretty important. I think they need to to keep on top and, and keep releasing stuff like this. And I think honestly, people who play TF2 and Left 4 Dead would prefer to see these uh, Left 4 Dead releases more than TF2 releases. True. True. Um, okay, so moving on to the release list, and before we start with 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 what's on the agenda, I just want to talk about this week about um, Xenoclash, because even though Xenoclash isn't about Half-Life or Half-Life 2, it is developed on the Source Engine. It's one of the bigger indie games that came out on the Source Engine. So it sort of has a little bit to do with uh, with what we talk about here. And right. uh, I just want to say, for anybody who doesn't have Xenoclash and you know respects the whole indie game scene, they should definitely buy this game. Um, but, but, there's a big but in this, if you're one who doesn't like weird, weird FPSs or short games or anything like that, wait until it comes out for half price. That's all I have to say for that. It's not the best thing since sliced bread, but it is pretty damn good for an indie game. And uh, yeah, as uh, Stratosferius is saying, they are doing an SDK for it and DLC. So they are planning on giving you guys as much content as humanly possible for those who purchase the game. Um, so that is... That's really good for an independent developer. I mean, they're they're going leagues apart from most indie game developers. You know what? If you're going to talk about that, I want to talk about something. <clears throat> sure. Listeners, I speak to you as a as a concerned citizen of the American United States of America, and I just want to say that you should all be stocking up on shotguns and and canned food because, as some of you have already noticed, a zombie apocalypse might be on the horizon, and you should all. Do your best to prepare for it. As you know, there's been a pandemic outbreak of the influenza flu virus. Oh, right. That's a strand of it known as pig virus or something like that. Well, the story is anyways, it mutated and joined with a human strain of the flu virus. And now it's there's like 82 dead and they're saying there might be another 100 and there's a bunch of quarantines. So uh, anyone's actually read, uh, read the, uh, the zombies survival guide should know that they should be keeping out for that stuff and uh that's definitely a, a red flag so i'm reading I have a story. that now i have a story actually uh, maybe we can go into a segue here my mom is really into going to see these fortune tellers right um she's crazy into that sort of stuff and this was you guys remember when the avian flu was really big with like the bird flu and everything and people were like crazy on the bird flu um, well, she went to go see this, this fortune teller and she told the fortune teller told my mom that she is going to be the woman of society. She is going to bring the human race into the new world era when the bird flu came. So my mom went all crazy and bought all these like bird flu pills and she learned how to like collect water in, in like tarps and stuff and like make sure the water was clean. She got all crazy into this sort of shit. It was really, really embarrassing. And you just told everyone that. Yes. Well, and, it was embarrassing you know, for me to be there. You know, you're genetically linked to her, <laughs> so you probably are just as crazy. Maybe, maybe. But well, this is this is the guy that does it. zombie mall walking. So hey, zombie walks are awesome, dude. What are zombie walks? Where you all dress up like zombies and walk down the street. Really? Yeah. Aren't Spontane you afraid thing? that someone might take it too seriously and shoot you in the face? <laughs> I would. I saw. <laughs> 
I'm a pretty I'm a pretty good zombie, to be honest. Pretty convincing. My cousin and I go. Anyway, okay. Moving on to the release list. Thomas, you want to take like the first couple, maybe the first two on the list? Yeah, sure. Yeah, j just give me that. Release list. Um, I have just gotten off exams, and this is the crap that I get. Seriously, <laughs> I'm going to wring someone's neck for making this release list, and I want Emmanuel's release list because this, this is just junk. <laughs> so the first one up is Combine Insurrection Demo. Um, I'm going to call this... Um, Boxland One Revenge it's of the Box. Like seriously, everything is a box. The rooms are boxes. The stairways are boxes. The outsides are boxes. Everything is a box. Box, 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 box. It's it so was true. on planet. It's on planet Philip. It's been told to be avoided. It sucks. Yeah. I actually bothered to play this, and I regret every second of it. I wanted to give it a chance. Okay, I'm thinking. You know, first map for a person. No. Don't even download this. In fact, take one of those men in black pens to your face right now just so you don't remember this in 10 minutes. <laughs> okay, moving on. Combine Survival Beta. Guess what? It's Revenge of the Box 2. The boxing. <laughs> it's just, it's almost just as bad. Yeah, it really is. Um, they, they tried to make a story, which was, uh, you know, one up on the other one, but it's still a box, and... The one thing that really bothers me is when uh, mappers make staircases that are really like planks that are shoved into the side of the wall. Like, it doesn't work like that. Like, physics of stairs do not work like that. I, don't, I do not buy that. When you're trying to be serious, don't make stairs like that. Oh, it's disgusting. Yeah. But, yeah, the, the two first maps don't, don't even work. Yeah. That's what yeah. Emmanuel has to say to it. <laughs> okay. So... Those are those two gone. Shall I? I just do... want to say something. Hold on, before we get into this, these two mods are both beta slash demo, and I'm not excusing them because they still suck. But later on in the release list, we're going to be talking about a demo that does things entirely correctly, and these mods need to listen to us and say, I don't know, like ten minutes when we're talk about dark worlds, and uh, or dangerous worlds. Sorry, dangerous worlds, and take a page from their book. So I just want to say that before we continue on to the release list. Because we'll cover that at the end of the release list. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, <laughs> Next... that, I don't feel bad about it at all for ragging on them, because first of all, they're probably not even listening to this or anyone else's suggestions. And two, they're wasting everyone's time. Really, yeah. just wait until it's done or just keep these to yourself. They're not that good. Just, you know, just get good at what you do before you start. I mean, it's kind of ironic that I say that, but I'm just saying, you know, just Give it some time. Learn some, learn some things. You know, you don't, there's no rush to be bad. You can always be bad. Just be bad when it's released. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a different approach to what we've been saying. <laughs> anyway, um, next on the release list is Zombie Mod Source 1.0. So I guess they have reached final 1.0. Did you play Zombie Mod Source this week, Thomas? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I well, did. then continue. Sorry, continue. That's okay. Um, I'm kind of split. It has some features that I sort of like. Like, it's got an interesting inventory system. And this mod will probably have a future. I remember the first time we talked about it, it really didn't look that promising. Um, my only problem that I had playing it is the same problem I have for Left 4 Dead, is I got bored very, very quickly. Yeah, the thing and... is about uh, Zombie Mod Source, from what I understand, is... 
that they are actually trying extremely hard and they get mad props for that because they've released a whole bunch of versions over the past two months really that uh, are drastically different and they're improving a lot to be honest so I think you're right Thomas when you say that this mod has a future I think this mod definitely does have a future looks really good too mm -hmm. <laughs> like it actually played alright and I'll probably play it again after the show but it, it's just one thing that they just they seem to have a really solid idea of what they want to do, which is re a relief, because I have seen some, actually I've seen lots of zombie mods for lots of platforms and lots of games that have no direction, and they either fall to pieces or are never released, or when they do, they're awful. At least with this one, uh, they seem to have an idea of what they want to do. Like, the architecture and the mapping is kind of simple, and the models and content seem to be borrowed, which I still kind of have a beef with. But yeah, we know how you cares. It lets them focus on more important stuff, like the game not sucking. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like The game doesn't actually suck, so that's a relief. Like If you steal content and you do a good job of it, then I'm not going to be as pissed, but if you steal content and your mod sucks, I'm coming after you. As long as you phase it out later, right? As long as you phase it out. I mean, it looks really interesting. Let's give it. A, let's give it another shot with more players, with me in it, because I, I would like to try it out, and, and we'll give it our final verdict. Maybe it's, you need just need some more time with it. We'll see you next. Yeah, week. like like I'm saying, like I'm not ready to say yay or nay, but it's it's certainly passed the smell test. You know. Yeah, I, I I don't. I'm not gonna. I'd hate to pass judgment on it this early on, considering that it's they put so much work into it, and they and honestly, they really need to hire a PR guy because the mod DB page essentially says. You know, this is a zombie mod source, and it looks exactly like every other. I mean, there's nothing here to really entice it to download and play it. So we'll give it a shot, and hopefully we can give it a good, uh, good run for its money later on. But Yeah, I had fun playing it pre-1.0. The problem is, is the community. The people who play this, this game are like 12-year-old Counter-Strike fans. And maybe it was just the server I'm in, but that whole day when I was playing out the earlier versions of zombie mod source, it was really bad. Like, the, the kids on there were just ridiculous. I was having problems with the mod, and I was, like, asking, you know, can anybody maybe help me? I'm getting some crazy textures. I'm not an idiot. No, I know you're what stupid, I'm doing. noob. You're nothing yeah, more than stupid fuck hard. It's just so bad. Bad, yeah. Anyway, but, uh, um, moving on. So, did you play Sandpit? I played Sandpit. Oh, cool, because I kind of wanted to play Sandpit, even though it's it seems pretty simple. Are you, are you going to ask me if I played Sandpit? Did you play Sandpit, Emmanuel? Well, William, no, I didn't. You want to okay. know why? No, I don't care because I know you didn't play. I played Sven Co-op before. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say. Yeah. I was gonna say <laughs> this is like Sven Co-op Stadium. That's why I wanted to play it. Yeah, that's it's essentially Sven Co-op Stadium. Like it, it's seems it was well designed. Like it worked in everything. But what's the point? I don't get it. Like, yeah. Did they just do it for fun? Like why? Why would I use like it? To me, it's a tool. It's certainly not a game. Because there's no gameplay, so it has to be a tool. But even if it is a tool, what am I supposed to use it for? What, um, is there multiplayer? I don't know, I didn't try. Can you I just played it myself. From what it looks like, it, there doesn't look like there's multiplayer. There's a deathmatch bot, from what I'm reading here. Um, there's monster spawns, obviously, but... I don't know, it just looks like it looks like Stadium from Sven Co-op, which is why I wanted to try it out. It well it is Stadium from Sven Co-op, so just go play Stadium. Were there any other maps other than that sand pit? <laughs> no. 
<laughs> because their screenshots, they have more than one like map. It looks like. Yeah, maybe there was, but I was going in for the gameplay, not for the maps. Yeah. Okay, fair and enough. That, wait a second, these are all default maps anyway. Oh yeah, true. So all they did was probably just load up the map in console and then drop mm -hmm. with it. Yep. But I don't understand what whole idea is. It's just copying from Sven Co-op. Yeah. Now, did Simple anybody did anybody get countryside to work? The next thing on the agenda? Did anybody even try it? From nope. I didn't do this one. Okay. Video games! Well, because um, I, I picked this because it's one of those stunning maps. It looks like the guy's just, you know, sort of um, giving a really nice environment. There's no real gameplay, from what I can tell. I couldn't getting couldn't get it to work. Are you, but I guess are the, you talking about country con, con, countryside? Yes, countryside. Dude, I downloaded this and I was expecting some epic, cool proportion mod about cool ass zombies and stuff. And no, it was just some map you spawn in, and then and then I try to figure out what it's about, and it's not about anything. And the, no, it's a and map. here's the clincher, right? And here's the clincher. You can't play multiplayer, which is the only reason you'd play it, so you could race the car rounds. You can't play multiplayer. Well, th they're saying that it works in Gary's Mod 10. So if you're a Gary's Mod fan, this might actually be a pretty cool, um, right? A pretty cool map to play out because it is beautiful. Um, it is. It's pretty. It's, it's new. Really I mean, the pretty. guy's not very good at it, but you know, I'm not judging him. I'm just saying he's bad. No, but I'm looking here on on if you guys look at the winding road screenshot, it looks like the guy has a really good idea yeah. on on distance. You know what I mean? Like it it doesn't look like the map ends in any way, even though it's an outdoor map. It has a beautiful it, little skybox. It's very good. It's very good. Right, it's a very good racetrack. It's just you can't race. You have to download Gary's mod, and that's not fun. I don't. I'm not gonna, if if it was like four cars, because it does spawn with two cars, and hell yeah, but it's a good racetrack, I guess, for racing cars mm -hmm. in Half Life. I don't see why you wouldn't just go download a racing game, but I'm not the one to pass it. Maybe but, we can get it to work in Synergy. Synergy, right. Yeah, no, because you can't spawn multiplayer. Remember? Oh, yeah, maybe. That's true. Anyway, Emmanuel, you want to take the last two things here? Manhack yes, and uh, Dangerous Yes, I do. Okay. So what am I going to talk about first? Mission in, missing Information 1.5. Uh, the other thing with stuff. Well, talk about missing information because you need that for Manhack. Uh, well, I, I didn't play Manhack. I didn't know you could do it's that. It's okay. I did. No, so well, talk, dangerous, tell us about missing information because this t this week was the first week you've discovered missing information. Yes. Well, no. I, we should talk about Dangerous Worlds because that was actually on the list. And missing information is just kind of like a sub thing. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. So Dangerous Worlds is actually – I wanted to hate it because uh, I thought uh, Philip hated it. Which I wanted to, you know, which kind of persuaded me to hate it too. But no, actually, it's really good, and it's not typical. It's not linear like most uh, most other mods you you'll download. It's not like quarter to quarter. It's actually um, William. You harped on this too when you were playing on it. You don't actually it doesn't give you any set instructions. It just kind of throws you in with the uh, with the cinematic and says, okay, well you can play now. Yeah, and really. There's no linearity. Have... Yeah, I mean there is linearity, just... but. But yeah, you, to put it in perspective, if if you knew what you were doing, you could get through the first map in maybe two and a half minutes. But I spent maybe an hour yeah. because I didn't know what I was doing, so I had to actually explore and play around it. I mean, it's a great demo. Um, for those who don't know, Dangerous Dangerous Worlds is a demo for a new Half Life Two single player mod coming out, and what it does is it takes place directly after the Citadel explodes. So it follows Cantor, and Emmanuel didn't know what Cantor meant, which is really weird. 
Were you just joking? I don't know what Canton. I don't know what a Canton is. What's Cantor. a Cantor? Cantor. What's a Cantor? It follows Cantor, meaning it follows the storyline of the Half-Life universe. No? Why? No. Never heard of it. Sorry. Anyway, it's in Cantor to Half-Life. And what it does, you you play as a rebel who just witnessed sort of the Citadel explosion, and now the rebel outrising is about to occur. And uh, you basically have to do your part to save humanity so to speak but the idea the mod is extremely puzzle based and it's just a demo it's three maps three maps right two maps two maps and my god this map it took me like two hours to beat just these two maps and i want to keep playing this mod it has done I do. its I was job like, yeah i was uh it's called canon by the way canon thank you canon yeah, i just said canter canon um <laughs> thanks anthony uh it's <laughs> actually it, it actually I was really disappointed by that because it, it it throws you in and most mods or most games for that matter I wouldn't call this this is one of the one of those times I'll actually call this a game because it was done so well it throws you in and it gives you tools you just have to go find those tools it doesn't give you the tools right off the bat so for instance there's a I'm when I could ruin it but there's a there's something that you have to find and then when you find out where it is you it then lets you finish the map but it doesn't do it explicitly you have to kind of piece it together like a puzzle it's pretty interesting it's not like every other game where you know here's a key card go open the door and go open up the other door with this key card and then go put this in the wall and save the world this is actually pretty interesting so gets my thumbs up and it's one of the Definitely. biggest beefs i have is with mods being corridor based this is open it's just open environment and it looks really good too it has a hdr so hells yeah everything about this is done right and this is a demo done properly i think you know, it's, yes, it's this not is too long. It. It's something simple. It's Maybe maybe it's the beginning of the mod. I kind of have beef with, you know, demos that are beginning of games. But you know what? I think it does itself right. And it, you can see that uh, they're really incorporating everything from um, achievements, from commentary track, which I didn't get, didn't get to try out, um, and all the Episode 2 stuff. I mean, I even took... You remember the little gnome? The lawn gnome? I even took that lawn yes. gnome with me like you're supposed well, to be in HL2. I don't know. It's fun. I like doing <laughs> that stuff. I took it with me through the whole mod. But you can. Like, there's little things like this that, that make me love this so much more. You know, it, this is uh, this is, this is is one of those... Um, uh, this is one of those mods that does it visually, too. It's I was surprised by that. It really was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, sorry... Sorry, Thomas, for leaving you out on this one. Nobody loves me. <laughs> no, we, we don't actually. We hate you. That's why we're not letting you talk. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Emmanuel just told me this week that, man, I'm going to be playing Dangerous World. So I was like, all right, fine, I'll play it. So he got yeah, really excited. We, yeah, and I, I, like I said, I haven't really. The, this is one of those genuinely interesting mods that I had. It's just, and I don't get why they release this i mean how much harder could it be to pump out some more maps really quickly you know this is just it's teasing kind of pisses me off mm-hmm. okay so finish this up on the release list with uh missing information in manhack arcade uh i didn't play manhack arcade because it looked stupid but i did play missing information which is crucial everyone needs to download and play that if not just for the first map which is the borealis um just so that way you can go through the nostalgic uh areas of like um, you get to actually play all the dev test demos where they showed um, Half-Life 2 at E3 back in 2004, which is genuinely fascinating because it's got all that cool shit, like the the tech demo for the broken wood and the, the all the physics and stuff. 
That was cool. Plus, you get to play the Borealis. Like I said, you get to go through the entire thing. Um, for those of you who don't know, when Half-Life 2 leaked back in 2004, um, 2003, whatever, uh, the someone got a hold of it. And uh, up until now, no one really did anything with it. But someone actually took all the maps and all the leaked information and pieced it together into a mod, and that's what missing information is. So do yourself a favor and get it because it's good. Yeah, it is really uh, good. It's fun. Ignore the bugs. Yeah, ignore the bugs. I actually got bored after just the Borealis. The rest of it was just kind of me dicking around. But you know, gen- genuinely, it was, it was very interesting. As you just everyone get it. Well, the thing is with missing information is that you have to take it with a grain of salt. You have you can't you can't download that mod and say, oh well, you know, the map ends, it falls off, you know, like edge of the earth type thing in, in this certain location. That's not really what it's about. It's about recreating the demo stuff that Valve is pumping out so you can have an idea to play it. Now, Manhack Arcade, which was released this week, I think it was released this week, um, Valve, now I'm reading translations here, so sorry if I get this wrong, um, Valve planned to put Manhack Arcade into a pre-release level for Half-Life 2, back when Half-Life 2 was going to be coming out. Um, but then nobody heard anything about it um, until, you know, until Half-Life 2 came out and they didn't find... Manhack Arcade, um, but the files were redone by a fan, and then they put it into Missing Information. So you can download maps and add-ons for Missing Information and play them within the mod. So this Manhack Arcade is a map for Missing Information, which is a mod for Half-Life 2. So it's a mod of a mod of a mod. Right. Kind of confusing. But uh, you can download it. It's not... I wouldn't suggest downloading this. I thought it was going to be a lot better than what it was. But it's just, you know, take a look at the screenshots, and that's all it is. Um, there's just some visual things. You can <coughs> take a look at some of the things that Valve was showing off before Half-Life 2 was released. It's cool if you want to go into the nostalgic nostalgic of things, but uh, otherwise, stay away from it if you don't remember playing it um, or don't remember seeing it. Maybe, maybe avoid it. But So that's that. Missing information. dun da dun Yep. So, next. Media Blitz. Wait, did we... We forgot something. We didn't forget anything. I don't think we did. Oh, should we talk about Get a Life? Oh, you played. I didn't play Get a Life. You played Get a I Life. I played Get a Life. You want to wait till next week? Because I'm not even like a quarter of the way through it. I, okay. I played for like three hours, but that's only a quarter of the way through it. Okay, and maybe Thomas can play it too then. Yeah, we'll save it for next week. Right, Thomas? We're sorry we're sure. ignoring you. That's okay. Sure, yeah. Tommy, wait, wait, wait. I feel like we're ignoring you, Thomas. I feel really bad. So tell us about your exam. That's a good You're thing. You're finally done. The, if you look at modulus, everyone's enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, it's like, no one cares about me. No, no, I'm no. I'm just going to go drinking now. Before we get into the media blitz, what did everybody play this week outside of Half-Life? That's what I'm, I'm curious about. And what outside did everybody do this week? Dawn of War 2, bitches. The game is so 2. good. Yeah. yeah, it's freaking awesome. I finished it's, uh, it yeah. looks good. It's a good RTS. It doesn't suck balls. Um, yeah. What else? I... A friend of mine made me play Red Alert 3. That game blows. Um, that's been it, really. Uh, I finished Mirror's Edge, which is actually fantastic. Really well yeah, done. Yeah, and they just added the level editor to Mirror's Edge, which is pretty cool. Yeah, what a good game. That's ugh, just really blown away by how good that was. And that's on... Uh, I played that on PC, but you have to play it on PC because yep. it's not very good on the 360. I avoided it on console. That's the yeah, reason. Thomas, what have you been doing all week? Exams are finally done? Yeah, exams are finally done. I finished Fallout 3, which makes me very happy, at the same time sad. Yay! And I, the last three days I was out on a survival exercise where I had nothing but a water bottle and a knife. Are you still on the, uh, in the service? 
No, I'm out of that since of December. Oh, so what, why were you in the woods naked with a knife and a bucket of water? It was a, it was like a challenge among a, a, a large group of friends that we decided to do. It, we, it was pretty much based off of the Survivor TV show, like if you had to do certain tasks to win back your gear. It's actually Weird. a lot of fun. That's crazy. It was a lot of fun. You, you do crazy stuff. Just, you, you guys, the listeners have to understand, Thomas is in the army, the Canadian army, and sometimes Nick and I play Arma, which, if, for those who don't know, that's uh, armed assault. Um, it's sort of like the harp on Operation Flashpoint. Um, we play Arma with Thomas, and it's crazy how into it he gets. You have strategies for real-life combat, it's kind of crazy. It keeps us alive, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Like the Canadian Army actually does any fighting. Hey. Whoa. <laughs> Careful there. So anyway, the Wait, listeners... You're looking for some rough dental work, pal? Did you, did, I'm sorry. Did, did you not hear the story about the uh, the three Navy SEALs who killed the, uh, the, the, the pirates this last week? Did you not hear about that? No, I didn't. I didn't either. These, uh, these, there was the the whole pirate situation. There was three of them left, and they were they had a hostage. So, Navy SEALs parachuted from in the middle of the night, mind you. They parachuted. Uh, they did halo jump, parachuted from uh, the sky, landed in the fucking water, climbed up a huge tanker. All right, in the middle of the night, got on top, set up shots on the t- uh, pirates while they saw the hostage, then coordinated a sniper shot from another boat. Like with three miles away, and then killed all three terrorists with three shots. I mean, yeah, three terrorists, three shots. Cool. Where did you hear that from? No, it's it's all over the news here in America because we're badass. That it really happened. <laughs> okay. It's not, I'm not fucking around. Yeah. Gotcha. I saw it's an so, image. I saw it's the so image badass, the other day. Like you don't believe it. <laughs> I saw an image the other day. And it was a graph, and it showed like the past forty presidents of the United States, and the title of the graph were, uh, you know, like the correlation between. Pirate killings and presidents. So how many pirates the president has killed and everybody had zero and then Obama had like 14. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that, and that's why we voted for it because... <laughs> oh, I thought that was really funny. So anyway, okay. All the listeners should know I got an apartment. Sorry I wasn't there last week. Um, I was apartment shopping in Toronto. I was not getting a colonoscopy. Colonoscopy or whatever. Yeah. No, you it's guys, colonic work. You guys are dicks. But... Uh, yeah. I found an apartment in Toronto, so if anybody lives in the Toronto area, we could probably we could have like a sweet meetup, podcast seventeen meetup. That'd be awesome. You gonna Toronto. fly me and uh, Thomas out there? I don't think so. I'll be there for a year. What? A year for yep. school? Yep, for my graduate for Masters of Electrical Engineering. <sighs> That's sure. Right. That's right. You're gonna <laughs> anyway. be so boring after that. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna rot the left side of your brain away. <laughs> That's okay. I don't mind. It's all networking. Anyway, okay. Media blitz. Go for it, Emmanuel. <sighs> do I have to? Yeah. Well, why not? You didn't. I'll do it. You don't. It's all right. Actually, holy shit! What is this Kingdoms Collide thing? That looks epic. I know. It does. They got a really cool website. Oh, and we have to talk about Birumbau too. But before we get to that, we're gonna call it Birumbau too. It I'm looks gonna like call a... it that shit name. <laughs> King uh, Kingdoms Collide looks really cool. It's like a cross cross between like Oblivion and Age of Chivalry, and a little bit it of looks really, Creed. Yeah, it looks pretty fucking cool. It's got a lot of blood, so what do you want? Mm-hmm. 
They have a really cool uh, gameplay video of just like medieval dudes fighting it out in one v yeah, one combat. I don't know how fun that's gonna be because it looks like it's just kind of. But holy shit, there's some there's some scenes here where it's huge, just like these huge open environments. It looks pretty uh pretty intense. Mm -hmm. And this is a mod that just you know announced their existence this week. Um, they've been holding back, and uh, finally they released this content, and here it is. Hopefully, it, yeah, I'm, hopefully they're ready soon. It's still very buggy, but it's an office, so you know, you can't really. I mean, shit, if they can go through with it, then you know, it's it's fantastic. But I'm doubtful as to whether or not they'll be able to uh, pull it off. It looks very difficult what they're doing. Mm -hmm. All right, so next on the list is the big one of the media blitz this week. Yeah, versus. You think about it. Yeah. Okay, for those who don't know, Beer and Bow renamed themselves to Versus Blind Edge. I sort of like the name. I don't think anybody else likes the name. Um, and they're sort of going to towards a new direction. I don't know why they had to go towards a new direction, though. They were perfect. Why did they change the name? Yeah. Uh, I've never even heard of Beer and Bow up until now. Beer and Bow is apparently an instrument that people play before warfare or before fighting or before something. Before it... Well, to be Nick fair, knows. to be fair, versus is much cooler than beer and bow. So, no, you think so? No, of course it is. <laughs> versus Blind Edge is like the worst name I've ever heard. As I was, I like William and I have talked about this. Like I think it was like a week ago. You could call just about any game versus Blind Edge. What's this Blind Edge called? No. Why is it blind? I don't understand it. Why can't I see? This is dumb. Because because the 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 theory behind the perfect Japanese um, so warrior is that up. they can fight blind. That's you're the whole so point. You're so making this crap down. up. I do no. not believe you. you're making this crap up. No, it's true. I go ask any. It. Go ask. Go ask anyone. It's. it's I, I call it's bullshit. Have you never heard of the Forty Seven Samurai? No. Okay, well then that's your fault. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> It's no, I I think it looks cool. It reminds me of the opera for some reason. I know it has nothing to do with it, but it just does. Looking now I was talking, I was talking to Chris, um, who is the PR representative of uh, of versus Blind Edge, I guess is what their new name is, um, Chris Bailey, and he was telling me that they're sort of going in a new direction, not an entirely new direction, but they're adding things like combo breakers and uh, you know jumping up in the air and doing crazy. Uh, crazy moves and stuff like that. He showed me a video, which I don't think I can show anybody yet, but uh, I just want to say that the video was really cool. They got a lot of really cool player models in there now, and their maps look amazing, but this name change, it has a lot of people on the fence. There seems to be an equal an equal count of people who like the name and don't like the name. So I'm more I'm more worried about the zombie apocalypse than I am this mod changing its name and sent them. Right. Honestly, it, as long as they release a quality product, it gives a shit what the name is. I agree. I agree. But and everyone's uh, going to call it by its acronym anyways, VBE. So. Well, the problem with Beer and Bow is when, when I first saw Beer and Bow, um, I didn't know how to pronounce it. I didn't know how to spell it. It made it for like a difficult search query. Um, and when you were telling people, you didn't, you know, and there's no like acronym that you can simplify it as. So. Yep. A anyway, um, next. Keep going. Then we have uh, Beer and Bow updated. Let's no. talk about that. <laughs> no, what's after no, that? It's, we have um, Curse, which I could care less about, honestly. Why? Because Why do you say it, that to Gabber? 
Kaber is really sad when you say that. Because it stopped Neo Tokyo from winning the ModDB contest awards thing. Hey, don't get us started on that. The the readers voted. I don't know. Honestly, he's so close to release. Every minute he spends updating with news posts, it's just prolonging the time it would, it would be to release it. So I don't care. Just get it released. It's so close. No one gives a shit. Just fucking compile the DLL and put it in a zip folder and just upload it. That's it. Now, when I put this on the media blitz, he did have a release date of May 1st, but I guess he crossed that out. And he said, I rethink this release exclusively thing. The above information is for historical evidence only. So I don't know if he's coming out on May 1st or if he's coming out on May 18th. Uh, honestly, he probably won't. And I can't blame him. Uh, I know he wants to release, but he wants to polish it up. That's fine. Yeah, I'd that's rather perfect. you polish it up and me not have to make fun of the stupid animations because animations are crucial and coming from coming from actually playing this game i think i'm one of the few people in the world who have actually played this game it is amazing you guys will want to like set time aside to play this when it's released that's all i want to say about that so i know mm. manual you're not too interested though why aren't you interested um well i just i it's not my cup of tea I mean, I love Neo Tokyo, and you don't think much of it. It's just, I don't find it. I, I just don't like. I, I just don't like mummies. I don't like all that stuff. It's stupid to me. So, Fair but right. I'm, if it's genuinely fun, then fine. The videos didn't entice me very much, but that's my fault for not liking it. So, fair enough. Not gonna, not gonna, you know, blame him for it. Yeah. All right. Well, finish this up. <sighs> Logis. I'm sorry, I'm having trouble with this. Logistic. If you want to say in French, it's logistique. But if it's if it's, Ameri if it's English, it's logis, log logistic. So which what do you want, what do you want to call it? I don't know. I think it's French. Yeah, logistique. Logistique yeah. is is looks actually looks pretty good. So the renders look pretty interesting. It looks kind of bland though, in the uh, the lighting's good and everything. It just looks kind of bland in some of the other areas, like the corridors and whatnot. But it it looks like it's. Uh, Typical run em and gun em Half-Life 2 mod. So, sorry. Well, I, really, I mean, I, the screenshots look nice. That's why. That's why I put it. Yeah, uh, the the screenshots look very good, but I'm still seeing typical standard combine models. So, yeah, really looking forward to it. Sorry, if it if it had like custom models and all that stuff, and maybe some some new. Uh, maybe you know what? Maybe it'll be um, story based. You never know. <laughs> True. Too early to tell. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Just looks typical. That's all I can say for now. You're probably right. And before we close up the episode, I have a reader question, and I'm going to read it. Um, it's not an audio question. Damn it, people send us audio questions. We have a fan club now. All you people who are listening live, I expect audio questions from every single one of you for next week. And you should probably put it in a pirate voice. Because Action Half-Life probably isn't going to come out, so you might as well stay with the theme of the show. But uh, yep. <laughs> but uh, here's the list. Here's the audio question. It comes from Jared Samples. Um, so I've been a long listener to the show, uh, referencing a few episodes back when there was a brief discussion on DLC. I honestly don't understand why the three of you feel it's such a bad idea, excluding Emmanuel, who is, as I'm sure, just going to bash it anyway. Can William and Thomas explain why it's so bad? As the trio from Joystick said... DLC is a personal choice. Take Fallout 3, Guitar Hero, and GTA 4 by example. 
I really like okay, these games. Okay, no, uh, uh, mm, no, mm. can I, can I just, I know that this is your turn, but let me just, uh, no, it's not a choice, okay? First of all, it's not a choice because they force you to down, to pay for it. If it was a choice, you wouldn't have to buy it. If it was a choice, you could donate. Donations are choice, buying things is not. It's bullshit. Valve has now for years not charged us for, for new content because they like their customers. They want them to come back to buy new games. Look at EA. What do they release? How many Battlefield games have they released? Quick, think about Battlefield it. Two, uh, four, Battlefield that's right. And how many expansions Battlefield. for them have they released? Exactly. And that was before DLC. And that's what they were doing before DLC. And that's what they're going to keep doing now with DLC. Now they have, uh, now they have the, the custom guns you can buy now for 2142 and all this stupid shit. It's just, it's just so infuriating. I can't stand it. It's why I don't play my 360 anymore. Because, sure, I could go and play... The, the newest console exclusive game they've released, but then what? Now I have to download the 15 add-ons they've put onto it? The, it? The annex of this problem happened when Bethesda, a company that I've respected for so long, released fucking horses. Horse armor. They're never gonna... They're never gonna... Dollars. They're never gonna live that down. And now, look at Fallout 3. That game was good. Not gonna say it wasn't. And it wasn't... It was long... It was decently portioned, but now they're releasing the pit and now the new steel thing they're releasing. This is and within what two or three months of each other, that is not that's not acceptable. That's they could have condensed that either into an expansion pack or they could have released it with the goddamn game. It's never going to work. And then look at, for instance, a year and a half ago to a year ago when Tiger Woods 2000 whatever was released, the game didn't work in multiplayer, right? I'm not fucking with you. It actually did not work, period. But they had already released DLC for cheats and stuff. So they actually took the time to release DLC when the game itself didn't work for multiplayer. How can you, how can you sanction that? That's bullshit. And, and not even stopping there, when they finally did get the multiplayer working, the actual DLC was, was stuff that was free on other consoles. So if you bought it for 360 and you wanted the cheats, you had to pay for them. But if you bought it on PS3, you didn't have to pay for them. So essentially what they're telling you is, Certain things are free on certain consoles because they're allowed to get away with it, but it's not going to happen on the other consoles because Sony isn't full of idiots and neither is Steam. Of course, now we have DLC with whatever that one game is, but I'm not sure how many people paid for it. But it's just it's bullshit because it, I can sit here and talk all day about why it's bullshit, but when it comes down to it, the point is this. The time and effort they put into releasing DLC should be put into making their games better. They release games, not incremental updates. And if they are incremental updates, they should do it like Epic does with UT, and they should do it like Valve does with Left 4 Dead, TF2, and Half-Life, and release them as that, incremental updates. Don't put a price tag on them and force people to download and pay for them. It's bullshit. Make your things better. Uh, instead of just, ugh, it just infuriates me. And I refuse to buy any DLC, and I never will. Period. <laughs> ever. ever. That was ever, ever. some rant. That was some rant, Emmanuel. Well, off think you. about it. Well, you, I, when you when when you buy a car, or you know what? Let's not use a car reference. When, let's. I'm looking at this monitor I bought. Okay, I have a Samsung monitor. I paid two hundred seventy-nine dollars for it, or whatever. Are they every two or three months shoving shit down my throat to make it better? Like lower your response time, two milliseconds, greater, great, better for fifty-nine ninety-nine. No, because they made the product and released it. That's <laughs> how shit gets done. You make a product, you sell that product, and then when it's time for a new product, you sell that product. You don't just add add-ons to the existing product for three or four years. It's bullshit. 
the, the problem that I really don't like about DLC, and then we'll get to Thomas, is that uh, nowadays, and it seems to be uh, with bigger box companies, that they are relying on DLC. They're relying on paid DLC in the future. And I don't think companies should be doing this. They need to rely on building up their game portfolio and building up a nice game and then push out expansion packs. You know, Valve released expansion packs in the future, or in the past, sorry. They released Blue Ship, they released Opposing Force. I mean, those were gearbox things, but eventually Valve pushed them out, and they weren't really DLC. They weren't add-ons to the new game. They're expansions in the storyline. Now, what game companies are doing now is they're relying on this DLC to make a better experience for the player, and they're relying their profit margins on DLCs, right? They're saying, oh, well, the game might not make a lot of money right now, but our DLC will make money in the future, so don't worry. Yeah. The, the, the players will buy our DLC. When a company is relying on DLC, that's when the issue happens. That's when we have problems. That's and when it, people exploit the player base. Exactly, and it will only get worse because as the advent of digital media comes along, it just makes it easier to nickel and dime people. So you might think, oh, well, it's only 2 bucks," or oh, it's only nine ninety nine, and essentially it's a new game. No, it's, it's really not. How many times... Did people buy Battlefield? And guess guess what? Battlefield 1942 all the way to 2142, including all the expansions, was on the same engine. So they made all that money from one game engine, just adding new models and rewriting the uh, the visuals. That's it. And that game to this day still runs and looks like shit because of it. It's Whereas Valve actually took the time and released a new engine. They released updates to make that engine even better. But the, But at least they've come out and said, this is episodic content. You, this is how it's going to become. That's fine. That I can understand. Episode of content, you know, you're instead of waiting years and years to release something, they're waiting, you know, a matter of years, a short amount of time to release it all, you know, incrementally. That's fine. And when you when it comes down to it, the price is about the same, whereas it's not for other companies. It's right. just Thomas. It's Thomas, before I finish up his question, I, the rest of his question is really him, his opinion. So I'll read his opinion. Does he have after Does here. he have any ar- argument? Because I don't think bit. he's going to... Then read the argument. Well, let's go Thomas first. Thomas? Well, I'm sorry. Is it my turn now? <laughs> yeah, sorry. That's okay. I've got two opinions on DLC. I don't know why this guy threw me in one, the boat with the rest of you because you smell like apes. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't, well, actually. He didn't even want to hear a manual. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what he gets to this one Because I'm right. <laughs> anyway, I've got... Two opinions on DLC, and I've got examples. And while, while you were talking, I was writing down notes. Um, a lot of companies I'm noticing are using DLC, like um, how games in like 2003 to 2005 were using vehicles. They're using them as marketing gimmicks. Like I have seen so many games that were released around the same time as Half-Life 2 that were boasting vehicles and physics as like their two big selling points they were solely relying on these things and it was stupid and i think dlc has taken that place is that there are games out there that simply as it's been previously said rely on the dlc content their game is absolute crap but they they promise the customers that oh we'll continuously update it to make it better and there's some size to that because if it's <coughs> content that i have to pay for well, the hell with you. Like, I hate paying for a game more than once. I feel like I'm on a plan or a contract where I have to continuously pay in to play the game. 
I want to pay for it once and enjoy it. If they want to make a second game with a whole bunch of different crap, I'll probably buy that over buying like five ten dollar add-ons or something like mm-hmm. that. That to me is a waste of my money. Um, it almost it almost feels like for me that if if you're gonna have some sort of expansion, just go the whole way and release a proper expansion. You know what I mean? None of this yeah, half fast crap. Yeah, like don't don't make like a ten minute or a, an hour expansion. Like I like spend the time, make something that I can actually sit down and play for a few days. Like I'm gonna be really interested to see how um, uh, they handle the Fallout Three expansion pack that they have slated. Well, they well, already did the uh, the. What's that expansion for Fallout 3 that's already out? Um, Antrox? Antrox? I'll have to look it up. You guys continue, sorry. But um, the, the only argument I see for DLC is for games like um, for Guitar Hero because they do come with a hefty sum of you know songs and stuff, and that's fine. I see it as almost like buying... Guitar Hero is almost like the placeholder for the songs. It's almost like buying a CD player. Like You just buy the CD player so you can, have all, so you can play CDs. Well, that's fine. You know, you're downloading them in, in small portions. That's fine. I understand that. But when it comes to full-length games, actual games, especially multiplayer games, release the content, and then that's it. Okay, Fallout 3 can be 70 or 80 hours if you're just, you know, dicking around doing all those side stories and whatnot. But honestly, it's only, what, 15, 20 hours if you're just playing through the yeah. uh, main story. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and it just, and so essentially what they're doing is they're releasing these other side stories for the Anorak people who actually go through and play all of it. It's that's uh, that's something that they should have added into this Fallout 3 game. Um, but what what I when it, the whole point is if they have the time and the resources to keep on making these new add-ons, these new the pits and you know the GTA 4 content, they could be spending that time and effort and money making a sequel or a better engine version of the next game. It's it just it just it's a waste of time and resource, and it's nickel and diming, and that's the only reason. There's th- when you think about it, there's not a single benefit to it besides episodic content to the player, and that's what they should be doing. They should looking they should be looking at ways to better the experiences for their players. Valve does that with Steam. They do tests. They find out what players want. They release that stuff for free. They're making the experience better, whereas they're just finding the best way to make more money. Yes, their businesses, but is that the best way to approach their business? No, it's not. Sorry. When you when you go to a nice restaurant, do you say, man, I bet the manager spent a lot of time to find the most efficient way to bring us our food and make the most money? Or do you say, the music is nice here? Because <laughs> after all, we're customers, and we should be treated as such. We shouldn't be treated as fucking cattle who are herded around to make the most out of their buck. It's bullshit, and I'll never support it, period. And I dare you to make an argument that goes against it. I wish I think- you would, so I'd have something I'm to go. sold. I'm sold I'm too. Sold. I think I think you have one of the best arguments for anti-DLC. You should start your own website. But I, I think I should read the rest of Jared's comments because he has a couple things to say, and I think it's only fair. I don't want to cut him off, so I'm trying Go to ahead. be the nice guy. So he he actually mentioned a lot of things that we already mentioned. So continuing on with the post. Take Fallout 3, Guitar Hero, and GTA 4 by example. I really like these games. I feel I have an opportunity, not a requirement, to buy the DLC in Fallout and all the extra songs in Guitar Hero to have more fun. Oh, did I mention I play consoles and PCs? Well, I do. Anyways, I don't feel like I got half-finished games. The only way to get the full experience is to purchase... The only way to get the full experience is to purchase each and every DLC. Hell, Fallout on its own is at least 78 hours, and and many others have put 100-plus hours without the DLC. If that's not a finished game, I don't know what, what is. 
The same goes for GTA 4, so I won't repeat myself. As for Guitar Hero, that's pretty simple. You want to play more songs, you can get them. Uh, you find what you find with what came with the game. Okay, there are plenty of songs there too. Now I know there are shitty examples of DSC, such as Resident Evil Versus Mode, which was announced before the game was available. I agree that was weak, a weak move, but take Burnout Paradise. Whether it be a dozen updates or the add-ons of bikes. I like Burnout Paradise DLC, but that those DLCs are entirely free. Keep that in mind. The Burnout Paradise DLC, all free. Everything. That's a whole different topic. So, whether it be dozens of updates or the addition of bikes, it was all, you know, he mentioned it was all free. The only paid DLC they've had so far was the addition of the classic lookalike cars. Yeah, the Ghostbuster car, Dukes of Hazard car. Um, they have even added a cops and robbers mode for free. I know. Free DLC is okay. And I think everybody here will say free DLC is perfectly fine. It's just another update to the game. It's There's no difference there. Um, well, that brings up another point. Even if it's free, it's still bad when you think about it. Well, yeah, well, because you're what, expecting things. Well, that well, and that it encourages them to release technically unfinished products because some of these updates that they're making really should have been shipped with the game, like all right. these things they didn't and, take the time to find. And this is fixed. what it comes down to. We are in fucking impatient, period. If we had it our way, we would have Episode 3, Half-Life 3, Half-Life 4 through 15 by tomorrow. We don't. We just want it as soon as possible. But it comes down to they have quotas to meet. And believe it or not, Valve is very successful, but a, a few years ago, their their uh, their uh, fiscal information was leaked, and they are kind of on the edge. Like, they their budget is is pretty close to you know. I mean, they they do well, but you know they still have to release on a yearly basis, or else they're they're going to go out of business. So, for instance, Left 4 Dead is a perfect example of DLC working because they got it out. Yes, it only had four campaigns, but everyone knew that they were going to release all this shit for free, so they went ahead and paid the 50 bucks for it, knowing that later down the road, they were going to give us survival mode and new campaigns for free. And the SDK, which will give us community content endlessly. But when it comes to this Burnout Paradise, I mean, is that a good thing? Would you have rather been finished and then you could have downloaded it? I mean, I think- uh, finished and then just bought it? I think, too, uh, I mean, the Burnout Paradise is missing out on a lot and a lot of players releasing DLC because the the average gamer, now we're talking, but we're we're hardcore gamers. The average gamer is not going to download DLC. The average gamer doesn't even know what the hell DLC is or where to get it, right? So all these updates to the game that Burnout, the developers of Burnout Paradise are releasing, I forget who it is, um, they're not getting out to the majority of people out there. So the majority of players are playing an unfinished game. And that is the bottom line. Exactly. And furthermore, companies, or reviewing companies such as IGN or GameSpot or whatever, um, they will not review DLC because they realize this. They realize that the majority of gamers will not get DLC. Therefore, it should not be included in the game's review. And I think right. that's noble. But And, and think about it. Um, my, uh, I have, my, my mom loved uh, Zelda for the week. Right, and she's just a casual gamer. And do you think she's gonna fucking keep up on that? So she paid fifty bucks for a game, and if it hadn't been finished, she wouldn't have gotten the other content for, you know, even if it was free, she wouldn't have gotten it because you know she doesn't give a shit. It's the Wii's just a, a box that plays movies that you can control for her. She doesn't give a shit. It's got a control, you know. So average gamers get hit on. They get hit on it too. It's it's just it's just bad. It's it's un, it's insider baseball, and no one wants that. It's the same reason why Formula One sucks now. It's because there's a bunch of shit going on outside of it. Then I'm not going to go into that, anyways. But the point is, the point is, it's it's bad, and it should just be like 
okay, when I was 13 or 12, I bought Goldeneye, okay? And that was the best goddamn game I'd ever played. If I had to go out and buy that expansion pack, the N64 expansion pack to play it, I wouldn't have because I'm a kid. I I just want to play my goddamn games, you know? It's it's stupid. It's it's No one wants to deal with it. And they should just finish their games and get them released, and that's that. Okay. okay. We're going we're gonna to close this up because we can tell the listeners are getting re- restless um, and we can talk about this for hours. And then the last thing he wanted to say was that Orange Box is 10 bucks this weekend. I forgot to mention yes. that. Yes, well, no, it's, uh, it's, it's too late now, isn't it? It is too late because most of our listeners will listen on Tuesday. So all you live yeah. listeners, Orange Box is 10 it. bucks. Go buy it. I, right I'm, now. I might buy a copy so that we can give out You, know, you should, like, actually. Prizes. That we can give away my Video Games Motherfuckers t-shirt. Right. So I might actually buy a couple copies so that uh, you know people can get prizes and stuff. So if you somehow are listening right now, uh, buy Orange Box before the weekend ends. Um, so we're gonna buy some gift codes. And uh, also, Jared says, "Emmanuel, you suck." Just kidding. Okay, thanks. Bye. Yeah, that was in the question actually before I even responded. So props <laughs> to him to guessing that. <laughs> so Is that anyway, it, really, that's that's the end of the show. That's the end of the show this week. But so, before we close up, I'm going to take a shower, and then we're going to play um, Action Half-Life with all the listeners oh, out there. No, no, let's play that zombie mod. I have that zombie mod good to go. Yeah, yeah but all the listeners are ready for Action Half-Life. They've been talking about it. As Emmanuel would say, fuck the listeners. <laughs> fuck the listeners, indeed. I am their sole proprietor and voice, and I represent them, but sometimes you just gotta say fuck them. And I think we should play that zombie mod, because it actually looks kind of interesting. Well, Although it has the worst name ever, Zombie Mod. Mod. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Anyways, we'll figure it out in chat. Well, no, wait, 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 wait. Where's your cat? Thomas. Hold on a second. Yeah, I'm gonna go play Action Half Life. No, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the cat. Where's the cat? Where's the cat? See, I think my cat's better because, first of all, it's Siamese and it's got pearl. Come on. Wait, cuties. Yeah. Uh, hey.